WHHH FM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community on High 96.3. Hold up. And good Sunday morning to you, Indianapolis. It is the first Sunday of June, the sixth month, sixth day of 2021. We've got a busy show for you on this Sunday morning. Uh, Today is the sixth, but tomorrow, of course, is the seventh. And it's a special day here in Indianapolis and Marion County because that is the day when uh, the City County Council will be voting on whether or not we will be lifting the mask mandate. Of course, that has been the recommendation from Marion County Public Health Director Dr. Kane is to lift the mask mandate and get us as close to normal as we have been over the past 14 months or so. That's all coming up tomorrow. But as that big date approaches, Marion County is still running a little bit short on those vaccination rates. And so we know a lot of you still have questions about getting vaccinated or still on the fence. Some places are now requiring you to get vaccinated. Some people, some places will be requiring your children to get vaccinated, whether that's going back to college or some schools. It's still out there. But IU Health has said all of their employees have to get uh, vaccinated. So for a lot of people, there's no way around this. So coming up at 8:30, Melissa McMasters will join us from the Marion County Health Department to talk about uh, the mask mandate changes, answer any and all of your questions about vaccines and the COVID vaccine, and maybe help answer some of the misinformation or uh, help get you what you need to know as we approach a big day, which is tomorrow when that uh, mask mandate goes away. Uh, All that and more coming up at 8.30, but we're going to start the show off on this Sunday uh, with good news on the job front and the hiring front. The second largest school district in Indianapolis is Perry Township Schools, and they are doing some serious hiring. You all know that that is one of the places, you know, one of the places uh, that I work as a school bus driver. I graduated from uh, Perry Township after coming out of Wayne Township Schools. Um... And so um, it was, of course, a a yes when I found out all of the uh, hiring that Perry Township is doing from school bus drivers like myself to teachers to you name it, literally some serious hiring going on. And because we always like to give you the first information right here on the Open Line Show, I'm telling you how to get an application in and how basically we're going to put you to the front of the line because one, you listen to this show and two... Uh, you may show up to one of the events Perry Township Schools is uh, hiring. You know, every school district in town is hiring a lot of these positions, particularly school bus drivers. But to talk about why you should go to the second largest school district in Indianapolis at Perry Township, DeAndra Billingsley is the joining us this morning. She is the Talent Acquisition Coordinator for the school district. And Demetria, a.k.a. Miss Dee Dee Her, we're just going to call her Dee Dee here this morning. That's what you'll call her when you talk to her because she's one of the people who's doing all the hiring. Both of the ladies are on our live line uh, here this morning. Dee Dee, by the way, I should say, is the training supervisor at the Transportation Department. So, ladies, good morning. Thanks for joining us on Open Lines. Good morning. Good morning. Absolutely. Before we get started, Didi, I know uh, your mom has a birthday, so we're going to start the show out with um, a birthday shout out to Mrs. Hurd. So good morning, Thank Mrs. Hurd. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So uh, so let me start with you, Deandra, uh, because you've got a list of uh, jobs that are open literally uh, in every department across the district. Mm-hmm. Tell me about what some of those are. Well, we're hiring a lot for our teaching positions. We have quite a few positions open at our high school level and our middle school level in different areas. And also in our service center, we're looking for custodians that can work either a part-time or full-time schedule, as well as interventions within our classroom. So we have a lot going on, and we're looking to recruit some great people out there in our Indianapolis community. So, uh, Miss Dede. You've been driving a bus for almost 30 years, 28 years in the game. Why do you love it so much? Because I know how much you love it. (laughs) I do. It is actually, it's my passion. I enjoy it. I enjoy being around the students. Um, 
being in it for so long, I have students that I've driven from the time they were in second grade, and they're still, um, you know, they still keep in touch with me. Uh, one in particular, she's 30 years old, and still to this day, still stays in touch with me. I, I love it. It's my passion, um, and I want to see that we transport our students to and from school safely. So, DeAndra, do me a favor. Come a little closer to your phone, because now you sounded far away when, when I last um, talked to you. Um, you've got a couple of different events that are coming up where people can easily get an interview and an application. Yes, we do. So actually this upcoming Saturday on June 12th, we'll be hosting our job fair for the service center where for our custodial position. So our full-time and part-time position will host a fair from 9 to noon. Um, and you'll have the opportunity to come in and meet with me and then also our custodial manager and just discuss any questions that you may have. And I'm sure Dee Dee will tell you more about our transportation fair that will happen this upcoming Saturday on June 12th as well. Yeah, Dee Dee, there is a drive the bus with us event and when i say drive the bus with us i literally mean with us with dd and myself because as you loyal listeners of the show know <laughs> that's where i spend a good part of the day is driving a bus for perry township schools and you know that i love it so dd you've come up with an event uh to pe to show people why we love it so much yes um you'll be able to come out um our event is um the 12th um june the 12th from 10 30 to 1 30 you will actually be able to come out with our trainers, and Cameron is one of our trainers. So he will actually be out there um, on the lot with the drop with people. You can come out, drive the bus. Um, the trainers are going to give you the experience of how it is to drive the bus, your mirrors, um, and then give you the opportunity to decide. You know, like is this for me? Um, in which we're hoping that this is the job for you. We, the drivers and the trainers at Perry, we love what we do, and we're all for our students. Uh, we've got, um, th this is for not just people who have a CDL. If you've ever just thought, eh, I don't know if I could drive that bus, but if I could take it for a little <laughs> test drive, that might help me decide. Or if you are already working and you're at another school district and you're ready for a switch, or if you're ready for a complete career switch. We've just come through this pandemic um, where people are looking for different things to do, looking for new ways um, to, to pay their bills, to make their career, to do whatever right. it is. So now's a good time. Just really, we want you to come dip your toe in and <laughs> and come come drive with us. So you've got you've got the drive the bus event, and then DeAndre, you were saying that there is another event for some of the other positions that are open. Yes, specifically for our custodial positions, June twelfth. Um, we will be meeting with our service uh, center members just to discuss our openings in our custodial department. Uh, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air if you need a little information about how you can get in line to get an application and then get you an interview. These are the two ladies that you want to talk to and talk to them right now. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air this morning. Ladies, let me ask you, there are 11 different school districts in Marion County alone, and then there are school districts outside of the Marion County line, why Perry Township when you could go anywhere? For me specifically, it would be the amount of support that the district offers. I just recently was hired into the district in August, and I came from a totally different industry. But when I say I came in and was truly in my and truly nurtured, I truly mean that, and it, you'll never find a district that's more supportive than Perry Township Schools. DeAndre, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Do me a favor. Don't. I want you to hang up and dial that number that I called you. Call it right back. Will do. All right, all right. Uh, Dee, Dee, you stay here because we've got uh, some more folks. The phones are ringing with folks who uh, may have a question or two about okay. uh, about driving. Um, why for you, Dee, Dee Perry Township? You've been around to a number of different school districts. Um, my. I enjoy Perry Township. When I started there, I'll be there two years in August, and I can say that um, they welcomed me with open arms, very supportive, um, and I and I enjoyed that. I mean, you know, your workplace is so important to you. I mean, if you don't have support, then it makes it hard. But when you support, and that's what Perry offers you, I think it's wonderful. It's the best place, you know, that I feel is for a bus driver and as a training supervisor. 
317-239-9696. We're on the air this morning with Deandra Billingsley, the Talent Acquisition Coordinator for Perry Township Schools, and Dee Dee Hurd. She is the Training Supervisor at the Transportation Department. Their departments are all hiring and with some good pay for some of these jobs. Uh, 317-239-9696 is the number to find out how to get an application for you or somebody you know and how to get an interview. We got a phone call online, too. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Sean Carroll. How you doing this morning? I'm good, Sean. What's going on? Hey, man, I'm trying to figure out when is the... She said something about uh, they was having some type of... Uh, where you go and uh, talk to them at? What's the address? Uh, well, which which job do you want to do? We got a, they got a couple of things going on. Uh, I was looking at the janitorial position. All right, that's a question for Miss Deandra. Deandra, where does he need to go? Yes, you need to come to our Perry Township Administrative Building, and that's sixty five forty uh, forty eight or Noco Avenue. You also can find the uh, address on our website as well. And I can spell it out for you if you need it. <laughs> uh, what well, I'm talking about, can I get the number? Yes. So you can call me directly at my uh, direct number. It is 317-789-3788. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Sean. Thank you for the call. 317-239-9696. Dee Dee, um, in your uh, time driving, what's what's your favorite part of driving? Oh, <laughs> I love the communication with the students. Being able to talk to them, they, they kind of keep you up on everything <laughs> because, they you know, they want to communicate. They want to know the driver. So I think that's the best part is the communication with the students. I, li- I just like the turns. I just like making wide turns. <laughs> Deandra, uh, what, what's some of the pay rates? You got some folks who were calling, wanted to know uh, what are the jobs paying that are open? So our teaching positions start off with uh, 43000 starting off, and then our janitorial positions start off at 1234 But the great thing about our janitorial positions, they come with benefits and paid holidays. So I just definitely want to throw that out there. And then, Didi, what's going on over on your side? Um, Our drivers, um, if if you're just starting out as a driver, we start our drivers out at $19 an hour, and our drivers get anywhere from six to seven and a half hours a day, um, and that's for drivers. I know that uh, a lot of times that's uncommon in school districts because they only give them like four to four and a half Whereas Perry, uh, our drivers get anywhere from six to seven and a half hours a day starting at $19 an hour. But if they come with previous experience, we do match their experience. So um, they do get, um, you know, a different pay, a different starting rate, higher rate. Um, someone texted me and said, oh, Perry Township, that's a, that's a little bit far. I don't know nothing about the South Side is what this text says. Um, things have changed a lot. Over yeah. on on Perry Township side, and the the diversity has greatly increased in the past twenty years. I mean, is we know that if you're from Indianapolis, you probably know the history of some of the things that um, occurred on the South Side uh, back in the 1960s and into the 70s. But it has changed so much that the school district is calling itself the melting pot of Indianapolis. Why is that, Deandre? That's just due to the uh, huge, diverse population of our students. A lot of people don't know that over half of our students within our district actually speak a a second language. And then we have actually 67 countries represented within our district. So you've got uh, a little bit of everything you have. There is a um, huge Asian population uh, and and a larger Hispanic population that even I didn't realize. Right, right. And I think that goes for the entire community of Indianapolis. They don't realize that. Mm-hmm. So you both have these two events that are coming up where, um, DeAndre, tell me a little bit about yours now, because we can hear you so much clearer now. Uh, tell me a little bit about yours before we wrap up. Okay, so 
again, on June 12th, I'll be hosting a job fair for our service center for our janitorial positions from 9 to noon at our administration building. You'll have the opportunity to come in and speak with our managers within that department and just ask any questions that you may have on your mind and also fill out an application as well. And then over at Transportation, uh, Didi, coming up on Saturday is the Drive the Bus with Us event. Tell us what is going on there. Okay, so Saturday, June the 12th, from 1030 to 1.30 at Perry Meridian High School, uh, which is located at 401 West Meridian School Road. We are taking people that do not have a uh, commercial driver's license. You can have, as long as you have a valid driver's license and you're 21 years of age, we will actually take you out on the bus so you can have the experience. We will also have, um, you will be able to submit an application at that time. You'll be able to speak with our director will be there, our trainers will be there, and some fellow uh, bus drivers as well. Um, so, you know, come out, get the experience, see what it's like to drive a bus. I mean, I know there's a lot of negativity behind um, bus drivers, but actually, you know, without us, the school, school day doesn't start without us. It's an awesome position, um, and we love it. We, we absolutely love driving the bus and being there for our students. <laughs> And, Didi, you know, you talk about some of the negative things, but there are a lot of things that I'm sure you've done because I've done it. I've only been driving since 2014, so however many years that is. But you've got a lot more years on me, and you've probably done some of the similar things that, like, you make connections with the students that people have no idea about. Like, there was this one time that I had a kid who would come to the bus every day with his shoes off. And I kept wondering, why does he never wear his shoes? He would hold his shoes or they mm -hmm. would be halfway on. And mm -hmm. that's because he couldn't fit his shoes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his family didn't have a lot of money. So somehow, mysteriously, a pair of shoes appeared so that he could walk to school or walk to the bus mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. a pair of shoes. It's mm -hmm. those little things that people have no idea. You're the first person to see the kids. You're the last person to see the kids. Mm -hmm. You see the streets in a different way than everybody else does. You really yeah. get, you leave a lasting impression. Like you said, you've got students who keep up with you because mm -hmm. you are with them every day. Yeah, this is absolutely true. We have, I mean, you know, I've had the experience of students getting on the bus and, you know, saying, you know, they stay the last ones on the bus and they're like, hey, I don't have any lunch money today. You, you're going to go in your pocket and you're going to provide for that child because you want to make sure, you know, that this, this student looks at you and they're like, hey, I, this is an adult that can assist me and I feel comfortable talking to them. So, I mean, you know, just, you know, it's, it's different. It's a big difference. Like being there for those students, you don't know what a difference you make until you've done it. And it's really important. So if you're even just curious about switching careers, you want to see what this this bus thing is all about. How does why does Cameron on the radio, but he drives the bus? Why does he do it? Um, come out to the drive the bus event. I'm going to be there. As Dee Dee said, I'm one of the trainers. I can personally train you how to operate that bad boy. So come on, <laughs> Dee Dee. What are the times on uh, Saturday? Um, it's. It's Saturday, June the 12th, from 10.30 to 1.30. So come out, um, and we'll put you behind the wheel. We'll let you get a little taste of what it's like. And eat, see, even if you're just a little bit curious, if you you could be like, I really don't want to do this, but I'm just a little bit curious, you're exactly who Dee Dee wants to show up. Yeah. And if they want to if they want to uh, reach out to me, Cameron, they can reach me at 317-789-6225. That's my direct line, 317 317- Seven eight nine six two two five. And DeAndre, your phone number one more time. It is three one seven seven eight nine three seven eight eight. All right, it's going to be a, a good event. Like I said, I'm going to be there. We'll have my bus there. We'll put you on the bus. We'll go for a little spin. We'll see how you do. And uh, you can sign up for an application for a list of these jobs. Remember, it's everything: uh, teachers, school bus drivers, custodial staff. They are hiring. And now is the time to get in front of the line at the school district. Don't wait to the beginning of the school year. You do it now so we, so they can slip you right in. All right, Deandra and Didi, thank you so much for calling this morning. Thank you thank for having you. me. All right. Uh, Didi, we'll see you tomorrow at work. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Still coming up here on the show. As I said, uh, we are uh, approaching the end of wearing a mask here in Marion County. Uh, that is been a long time coming. And that is, of course, 
come after some CDC guidance and some local guidance, all of that uh, wrapped up into changes here in Marion County. But part of the hesitation to all of this has been our vaccination numbers have not really been that great. Uh, We're getting people vaccinated here in the city, but uh, the health department wants more people to get vaccinated. And they believe that that is going to make all the difference for us returning to normal. So as the mask mandate uh, gets ready to uh, be lifted, we will be talking with the Marion County Public Health Department about where and how you can get vaccinated and what changes are coming, as well as simply answering your questions. If you are still skeptical, if you are still unsure, if you don't want to get a vaccination, but your job just told you, sorry, you do have to get a vaccination. Melissa McMasters is the Administrator of Infectious Diseases and Immunization at the Marion County Health Department. She'll join us next on Open Lines. We'll be right back. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Let's get back to Open Lines, your eye on the community on Hot 96.3. And we are back here on Open Lines on 106.7 WTLC and Hot 96.3. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, on this first Sunday of June 2021. Tomorrow, the mask mandate in Marion County is going away. Going away. Give a little applause for that. That means we've come to the other side of this pandemic for the most part, but we know the virus is still out there. And folks are still getting sick. Things are looking better thanks to all of the vaccines that are out there. And a clear difference is being made. But with that said, there is still work to do, particularly right here in Marion County, where city leaders and health department leaders still want more people to get vaccinated to ensure that we are all okay and we never have to do what we did for the past 14 months of lockdowns, uh, stay-at-home orders, restrictions on how many people can be in a certain spot, social distancing, and of course, mask wearing. To talk about the changes that are happening and to answer your questions about getting vaccinated, why you should or why you shouldn't, if you're still on the fence, and if you have to show uh, proof that you've even been vaccinated. Melissa McMasters is the Administrator of Infectious Diseases and Immunizations at the Marion County Health Department. She joins us now on the live line. Melissa, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It has been a long time coming till we get to this part where uh, masks are no longer uh, required. Of course, if you go outside of Marion County, uh, in some places, masks are already not required. But in our state's largest city, masks are required at least until tomorrow. But this comes with a but. There is still that call for more people to get vaccinated. How are we doing here in Marion County? You know, I think we're, we're doing okay, but I know that Dr. Kane, who's the director of the health department, wants us to get to about 50%, um, at least to remove some of those uh, mandates and requirements. You said up to 50% or 60%? 50%. Okay. And then... And then for full, like, herd immunity in the community, we need to get closer to 70 or 80%. So where are we right now? If the goal is to get to 50, how are we doing? Uh, we are in the 30% range. Oh, okay. So we got a little work to do. We, we do have some work to do. Okay. So uh, we know that uh, the mask mandate, if approved, will go away tomorrow. What are the immediate changes that we may notice? Well, I I, I do want to say something about the mask mandate. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure it's going to go 100% away. Mm -hmm. I think it might go away for vaccinated individuals. Mm -hmm. But also, 
even if there's no mandate, you'll notice a lot of people still choose to wear masks. Mm-hmm. So even in the other counties that I've been in, I can tell you that it's about half and half. Even though the mandates are gone, you're still seeing people wearing masks. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. If you've got a question about getting vaccinated, which is what this ultimately is all about. The masks aren't going to completely go away, particularly for people, and this has been the guidance of the CDC, particularly for people who are not vaccinated. Uh, The wording thus far has been, if you are vaccinated, you won't need to wear a mask. And that's what will likely happen tomorrow here in Marion County. But uh, if you are not vaccinated, you're still going to be asked to wear a mask. And as we've said, in some places, jobs and some universities are going to require their students and their staff to have to wear a mask. So if you've got a question about why you should or shouldn't get this, call me 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Melissa, this is what you do um, when it comes to infectious diseases and the immunization of them. Why should people get this vaccine? Well, you know, this is a a sort of historic event, this pandemic. We haven't seen one in 100 years. Unfortunately, at the height of the pandemic, we were seeing about 1,000 Americans die every day. So this wasn't necessarily something that you catch and get over. For some people, it was deadly. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really hard to watch because we in our department sort of track those investigations. And to see so many deaths was was overwhelming. And certainly for those that work in the hospital, that was overwhelming. So this is a, this is truly a life-saving vaccine. And if you anyone has questions or concerns, they can reach out to the health department. They can reach out to their doctor. Um, because this, re- this really is what pushes us back to normal, getting folks vaccinated. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. That's the number to get a question in to Melissa. Melissa, let me ask you, I've heard, I've heard this, I've heard two schools of thought on getting the vaccine. One is, I've made it all the way through this pandemic. What do I need to get a vaccine now for? The other is, I had COVID twice. Why do I need to go get a vaccine? I've literally heard both of those things. What say you? So, if you made it this far and you haven't had COVID, you're lucky. And I will say that's that's me. And I know that we're tempted to think this is over and there are no more cases of COVID in our county. Simply not true. There are still people hospitalized today in Marion County with COVID. There are people in critical care units here in Marion County with COVID. So to, to think you're free and clear is not really accurate at this time. So I, I do encourage folks to understand the virus is still here, and your best protection is getting that shot. 317-239-9696. What's your question? We got some phone calls standing by. Let's go to the phones. Caller on line two. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? That's Larry Vaughn. So, uh, you know, morning, one of the most uh, egregious uh, atrocities uh, perpetrated against the citizens of Indianapolis is the mass mandate. It's nothing but torture. The same tactics were used when we uh, dropped the two bombs on uh, Japan. And after that, we had people wearing masks for seven or eight years after that because they had them so psyched up that they thought that if they even spoke, that they were spreading contagious. Masks do nothing but spread disease and so forth. And all the shutdowns and stuff, when you come back out at large in society, there's going to be a lot of opportunistic diseases that are going to fall on people because they've been quarantined, they've been doing all the scrubs and things and allowing the bacteria. Uh, uh, contagions to be more uh, virulent and more uh, apt to uh, infect people that have been quarantined. So I think this whole thing has really been an atrocity uh, performed against uh, the civilian civilization, uh, civilian uh, populations. 
And uh, there needs to be some kind of investigation or trial for these people who have perpetrated this fraud against against us and still continue to perpetrate the fraud. I'm glad that uh, our governor has been reined in to a certain extent, but uh, this has been nothing. The whole thing is nothing but lies, every bit of it. And there's information out there that's substantial information to debunk any argument that you can make for any vaccine she's talking about. The only way that you get uh, yourself away from a virus is your body is able to uh, uh, then uh, fight it off. So if you're trying to make people's immune systems weak, tell them they can sit in the house and eat garbage and watch TV and watch the medical programs and commercials. Tell them how sick they are and they need to take this and take that. Dr. Kane contradicted herself when she said that uh, you shouldn't take two uh, virus shots at the same time. So uh, I see on the back of a bus, uh, take your flu sh- shot on top of the uh, coronavirus shot. So it's all been nothing but a bunch of lies, and there needs all to right. be some accountability. Thank all you. right. That's Thank you, uh, Larry, a historian and a medical expert. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You're live on the air. Who's this? Yes, my name is uh, Frank. Frank, what's on your mind? I got a question. Is it possible to get a shot? The reason why I ask, I'm 68 years old. I'm a diabetic. I'm, uh, of course, I've taken, uh, received countless shots over the years. And I use insulin, so I, I use needles all the time. But And the reason why I'm asking, I, I won't name the hospital I went to, but when I went to get my initial vaccination, uh, the nurse seemed to be really, really unorganized, and I mean, when she gave me a shot, I mean, she just hit my arm, and I mean, it was it was done. I mean, less than a second, and and I thought about it at the time, but I was in a hurry, and I know I should have said something about it at the time, but you know, I I, I know there's a three-step pro- process mostly. You know, you insert the needle, you push the plunger, and then you take the needle out. But I mean, she just. You know, and I really don't feel like that she actually gave me a shot. So that's the reason why I'm asking, is it possible? And, of course, I got the second vaccination, and it went just fine. So I'm asking if it's possible to, uh, if you have any doubts, if you can go get a third shot. Yeah, there's no recommendation to get a third shot at this time. And I know some nurses are a little faster than others, and that can be alarming. But as long as that vaccine got into the muscle in your arm, that means it was administered correctly. So you have your two doses, and you shouldn't worry, but um, stay tuned. They may recommend a booster in the future. So, Melissa, if I'm understanding you right, and uh, if I'm understanding our caller right, he's saying he didn't— You. Well, let me ask. Are you saying you didn't even feel your first shot, so you're like, you're not even sure that you got one? Right, I'm not sure that she, she actually administered a shot. I mean, she. Yeah, I, I felt her. You know what? I had the exact same experience with my second shot. The first shot, I felt that bad boy. But the second one, I literally asked the guy, I said, did you even poke me? Because I didn't feel a thing. He said, well, I've been doing this for a while, so you shouldn't feel a thing. So I'm right there with you. So, Melissa, what you're saying is right now the recommendation is just two, but it could change to three for some kind of booster shot. And especially for those with high-risk conditions, as he mentioned, he's diabetic. So there may yes. be yes. different recommendations for special groups. So I guess right now, if you've you got your two shots, you're good. So there's no need for a third one if you have the two shots. But there could be a need for a third one in the future. Does that answer that question? Uh, yes. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for the call. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Like I said, I had that exact same experience when I got my second shot. I didn't feel a thing. I didn't have any symptoms after either shot. The first, uh, after the first shot, which I had Pfizer, the only thing I had was a, a sore arm for about an hour or so at the most. And after that, I was good. So I asked the same question that gentleman did. More callers are coming in. 317-239-9696. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. Good morning. You're live on the air. What's your name? Good morning, Cameron. This is Terry King. How are you? I'm t- good, Terry. Long time, 
no chat. I know. I, I try to give others an opportunity. Well, that's that's very nice of you. We appreciate it. Listen, um, I just want to comment. Um, you know, I've beat cancer three times. I've had two strokes. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to get my uh, treatment this last time to see if the cancer came back because my blood pressure is too high. With all that being said, I'm eligible and considered one of the underlying for the issue with the vaccination. Um, I encourage everybody to get vaccinated, um, I guess. And I'm very disappointed at the numbers to date of people who have not been vaccinated. I know our church, Bishop Missionary Baptist Church, we uh, opened it up yesterday for them to come to get vaccinated. Um, and I guess I'm more alarmed with the fact that the ones who are hesitant, uh, you know, growing up in school, you know, it was mandatory. You didn't question it. You just did it. Uh, 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 smallpox, was chickenpox, girl, all that, you just did it. And, and I mean, I'm 63. Yes, I have health issues, but there's people 63 that don't have any, and we're fine. So I guess, you know, when you think back over all that as you continue to do your research, you know, you have people who are totally against this, and I guess the people who are against it don't have as many obituaries that, um, if any, that I have. So I'm going to speak on behalf of my uncle and my cousin and a lot of family members and loved ones. I've lost to this corona disease. You know, it's real. It is, it is real. So I want to encourage everybody to get vaccinated so that we can all get back to whatever the new norm would be. I don't uh, support the mandate being lifted. Uh, I'm sorry some feel like it's a hoax, but, you know, uh, I, I, I'm going to continue to wear my mask as long as I feel comfortable or feel it's necessary. And I don't think we're ready to have a complete release of that mandate at this point. Thanks Terry, to to you. good to talk to you. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Glad to hear you doing all right. Thanks. Uh, 317-239-9696. Melissa, um, vaccination cards is something that everybody gets after they are vaccinated. What right now is the school of thought, at least in Marion County, about requiring people to either carry them or if what to do if someone asks you for your vaccination card? Well, as you know, there's going to be no vaccine passport, um, but individual institutions like the different colleges and universities, mm-hmm. different workplaces may require proof of that. My advice to everyone is once you have your two doses, if you're getting the two dose series, take a picture on your phone of your immunization card. And I think that'll be the easiest for you to recall and pull out and show someone if, if someone needs to see it. So uh, if, if the folks here at Radio 1 say in order, start, starting on July 1, just making up something, July 1, we need to see proof that you are vaccinated to come work back inside the building, that they could do that? Well, they, they can but they're going to have to make allowances most likely for those that don't get vaccinated. So okay. let's say you need to come in, but you, you don't you don't believe in the vaccine or you don't want to get vaccinated. Well, then you're going to have to continue to wear a mask or you're going to have to continue to work remote. There might be some um, caveats they give those individuals to allow them to come back to work, even if they don't have the vaccine. But again, you're not going to have as much freedom as your other colleagues that were vaccinated. Gotcha. So the answer, short answer, yeah, they can Mm-hmm. All right, 317-239-9696. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Kevin. How you doing this morning? Good morning, Paul. I'm good. Hey, uh, I uh, I don't really have no questions. I, you know, the, the you know the medical, in the medical field, you know, when you're working on the job of different things, you know, your medical stuff is private. So I, I know they're going to have some issues with this, um, you know, people going to uh, showing their vaccination cards and all these different types of things. But me, myself, I'm going to be like Michael Jackson. I'm going to keep my mask on when I go in and out of public. I'm, I'm going to keep my mask on. Uh, but Cameron, I, I want to ask you something real quick. Uh, they are having a, an exhibit over at the zoo about the alligators, American alligators going to going into extinction and stuff. Mm-hmm. You, heard, you heard about it? No, sir. 
oh, okay, well, it's going on at the over over at the Indianapolis Zoo right now, and uh, it's about the American alligator and crocodile, and they're going into extinction. And I just wanted to point out to anybody that's heard that commercial that the reason why they're going extinct because the swamp people in the southern uh, states down there are killing the alligators. And I mean the alligators and crocodiles that I'm talking about by the hundreds a day. So that's the reason that they're going extinct. And they're not going to explain that to you over at the zoo. But you can turn on swamp people and, it, and, it, and it's on, on the History Channel almost every day. I just wanted to point that out, that they're not going extinct, but they're being killed in all the southern states. That's what's happening to the alligator. So you guys have a great day and stay masked up. All right. Uh, trivia from Paul this morning. Uh, 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Another call here on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. Good morning. What's your name? How are you? I'm this good. Morning, Karen. Uh, what I called about is, okay, you know, Indigo, you have to have your mask on mm-hmm. when you get on Indigo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, if you're totally vaccinated and they lift the mask, do you still have to wear it on the Indigo? Uh, according to uh, Uncle Joe? President Biden, yes, it is a federal uh, mandate right now that anyone on public transportation, so that would be a city bus, that could be a subway, that could be an Amtrak train, that could be a Delta airline flight. If you are on public transportation because you are in such an enclosed space, vaccinated or unvaccinated, until that mandate is lifted at the federal level, yes, you have to wear a mask while on the bus. Okay, then. Well, everybody get your shots and mask up. <laughs> Thank you so much. What was your name? Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson, good to hear from you as well. It's been a little while. Thank you. All right, take it easy. 317-239-9696. Melissa, are we hearing of some other exemptions like that where regardless of what uh, Marion County does tomorrow, you'll still have to wear a mask like in schools? Well, yeah, I think actually what you what you said is, is really important that the public transportation is at a federal level. Mm-hmm. So there will be nuances and differences as you go federal to state to local, and we'll just have to keep an eye on those. 317-239-9696. More calls. Good morning on line three. Who's this? Hello. Hello. You're live on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is uh, Marcus from Indianapolis. All right, Marcus, good morning. Good morning, man. Uh, I just want the people just to, just some common stuff, common sense stuff, just think about this. You know, when we buy foods, they have ingredients on them. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's in these vaccines exactly. Mm-hmm. And the push for it is beyond what we've seen ever. Mm-hmm. And we know that a vaccine that's proven at least 90% effective, takes years. Mm-hmm. Years. So there's been a, a a very strong push for the vaccines. COVID is very real. But we don't know what's in it. We don't know if uh, Fauci signed some agreement to put nano machines in it. Look it up. But we don't know what's in it. So, I mean, I'm all for fighting it. But, you know, we don't want to be Tuskegee all over again, especially for my people. Mm-hmm. And we got to just think about it, man. Well, you it's know, dangerous. And you know what? I appreciate and I respect your point of view on that. And that's one of the things that, of course, I was concerned about as well. But it wasn't um, until it was actually Chris Rock who said when he has a headache, he takes some Tylenol. He doesn't know what's in Tylenol, but he know he feels better afterwards. And that's why I was like, hmm, I suppose if you, even if you told me what was in uh, the COVID vaccine, I wouldn't know what that meant anyway. So I totally get it. Um, wh- for you, are you doing your research? Is there something, what would convince you to get uh, to get the vaccine? Well, you know, um, well, I, don't know, I don't know exactly what would convince me to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Unless I, unless I totally see something 
different than the agenda that they push and just get the vaccine, just get the vaccine, mm-hmm. everybody get the vaccine. And the people are having, people are allergic to peanuts, man. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know how people are going to react to the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or young. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very dangerous, you know. And I just want people to be mindful and think about that. Because, right. I mean, some people, some, I mean, the thing is, is we hear all the stories about the, the success rates, mm-hmm. but they don't talk about the failures well, at all. Well, actually, no, that was, we had a couple of folks, and I literally say a couple out of the millions of people who got the vaccine, there was the issue with the Johnson and Johnson. Remember there was, and Melissa helped me out with the numbers. There was six people in the world, I think, that got some kind of complication from it, and they completely stopped doing the Johnson and Johnson for a bit. Is that is that right? And thank you for the call, sir. I appreciate it. Yep. M- Melissa, is that about right? You know, and, and I think it's important for them to understand there is no pharmaceutical out there that you could take that, that you are absolutely able to look at the, all the ingredients that are in each of these vaccines. You want to come to any health department clinic, I can put on a sheet that shows you the ingredients in each of these vaccines. So I don't want people to think that there's something secret in there because that is that is public knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Melissa, you're starting to fade away. I don't know if it's my phone line, which it might be, or if it's you, if if it's your phone. Um, but let me get it. Let me can I, let me see if I can hear you now. Is this any better? Yes, that's better. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make the point that, of course, any pharmaceutical, you know, listed in, mm-hmm. including all of these vaccines. Uh, 317-239-9696. More folks with phone calls on our live line. Good morning. Who's this? This is Charles. Charles, good morning. You're live on the air. Okay. Uh, I have a question. Uh, some of your callers have you know, decided that they're not certain if they were fully vaccinated or if the process was uh, proper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking at some point you're not allowed to reuse needles in the first place. Am I not correct? That's absolutely correct. You can't reuse needles. Okay. If that's the case, then why is it not possible for them to eliminate one of the processes in the first place where uh, where the needles are stuck into the vials and they extract a proper dose? Why aren't the dose why aren't the vaccines being delivered in individually packed hypodermics in the first place? That's an excellent question. And it has to do with how the vaccine was developed. Normally, vaccines come um, in single-dose vials, as you mentioned. But to get the mass quantities out there that we needed to stop this pandemic, they had to put more than one dose in one vial. Hmm. I I understand. I understand what you said. But what I'm saying is, why aren't they able to put a single dose in a pre-prepared hypodermic and ship them, you know, refrigerated or not, individual packages that you can open and then therefore the person can see that the product was actually delivered because at that point the the needle was empty right in front of their face. Well, even if you were to get a vaccine today, it's coming in its own hypodermic needle, so you should be able to see that process. No, I, you know, and you know what, I, sir, what was your name again? Charles, Charles, Charles I, okay, I understand your question. Why isn't it one dose to one vial? And Melissa answered it on the first one. It was because they needed to ship more um, at a quick at a quicker time. So why put go one to one when you could put two into one? Just mass no, production. No, maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't understand. Why isn't the product delivered in the hypodermic in the first place? In the needle itself, if we'll, we'll right. call it that. Yes. Melissa? Um, just because you can't maintain sterility in that needle, so it has to come in the vial for the nurse or the pharmacist to draw, to draw up into the needle. All right. Makes oh, sense. Appreciate it. All right, Charles, I, thank you so much. All right. Uh, 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Hey, and if you're like me, I, the problem, the reason why I didn't know if he poked me is because I looked the other direction in the first place, so I should have been uh, actually looking to see what was actually uh, going on, and then I would know. 317-239-9696. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Murray Browning. 
Good morning. Good to hear from you. You've got a couple minutes left in the show. What's on your mind? What's on my mind? I just witnessed an innocent man get wrecked by the police. Are you there? Yes, I'm there. Okay, what did you say? I just witnessed the police murder an innocent black man. Me and my son did. When when was this? This was probably half an hour ago, and they cleared it up immediately. I recorded it on my phone. Okay, well, um, I tell you what, you can if you want to talk further because we got literally two minutes left in this show. You can email me and we can talk and we can we can see what's going on. Okay, I'll give you. Um, uh, I don't have a pen by me. I can give you mine. I don't mind. All right. Uh, well, let me get a pen. Hang on. Go ahead. What's your email or your phone number? My email is M. Mm-hmm. Like the gun, mm-hmm. Brownie. Zero zero seven. Okay. At gmail. Dot com. Okay. Sorry, you had to. Um... And my child saw it too. Well, I'm sorry you all had to witness that, and we'll have to. Talk some more so we can get some some details because I have not heard uh, about that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Melissa, um, we've got um, a minute here left on the show. Mask mandate goes um, until goes tomorrow uh, and things will be changing. What is um, the advice to people who are still skeptical, who still want to do a little more homework to get the answers that they need to get the vaccine. And we got about 30 seconds. Well, I think the most important thing to realize is that the decision not to get the vaccine is still taking a risk. Um, You're still exposed to the virus. It's still in our community. So if you choose not to get the vaccine, just remember you're taking the risk of getting the disease. Where's the best way for people to get more information if they just want to read up, if they got more questions? Um, there's so many different websites. There's obviously the CDC. Um, and you can go on to each individual vaccine's website. All right. Melissa McMasters is the Administrator of Infectious Diseases and Immunizations at the Marion County Health Department. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on the show this morning, Melissa. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciated the opportunity. Absolutely. And we know we folks still have uh, more questions here uh, as the vaccine changes. Thank you to Dee and DeAndre from Perry Township Schools for coming on. Uh, they'll see you out there on Saturday for the Drive the Bus event. And I will be there, too. I'll be back here next Sunday live at 8. Until then, have a great day. Coming up here on Hot, it's your favorite music. And on 106.7 WTLC, here comes Al Sharpton with the Hour of Power.